talk them anytime you want at your virtue restaurant. Welcome back, humans. Welcome to the episode on patience. Our title, our menu title for this virtue is the slow cooker. Because patience requires a slow endurance. Being able to bear things that uh, will take a while, will take a toll on you. They'll make it feel like, oh, you're slowed down. So let's jump right into it. We are toward the end of the dialogue for this meditation that I have chosen. I'm calling it a meditation because I'm meditating on what God said to Catherine. But this is page 302. We're starting on page 302 in the uh, Classics of Western Spirituality edition. It is the section titled Providence or uh, Divine Providence. It's titled Divine Providence is toward the end of the dialogue. And God says to Catherine, Whenever the soul loves someone with a special love, she feels pain. When the pleasure or comfort or companionship she has become accustomed to, and which gave her great consolation, is lessened. Or she suffers if she sees that person keeping more company with someone else than with her. This pain makes her enter into knowledge of herself, and she is willing to walk wisely in the light as she ought. She will come to love that special person more perfectly. For with self-knowledge and the contempt she has conceived for her selfish feelings, she will cast off imperfection and come to perfection. Once she is more perfect, a greater and more perfect love for others in general will follow, as well as for the special person my goodness has given her. This goodness of mine provides for that collision between self-contempt and love for virtue during this life of pilgrimage. But let her not be so foolish as to fall into confusion and spiritual weariness in time of suffering, or into sadness of heart and lack of effort. This would be dangerous. What I had given her for life would become death and destruction for her. Let her not act like this, but rather with healthy concern and humility, let her consider herself unworthy of what she desires when she does not have the consolation she would like. In the light, let her see that virtue, which should be the chief reason for her love, is not lessened in her if she is willing to endure with hunger and patience every suffering, whatever its source, for the glory and praise of my name. In this way, she will fulfill my will for her and reap the fruits, fruit of perfection. For I have permitted the struggles and the special love and everything else to bring her to the light of perfection." This is how I employ my providence with the imperfect, and so in many other ways that your tongue could never tell them. So, God is, keeps talking about this special love that you would have for another person. And that could be a friendship, it could be a spousal relationship, it could be some kind of family relationship, it could be whatever you would consider a, a close, intimate relationship with another person, and say that person dies or that person um, 
can't be physically near you or that person has to spend time with someone else and it causes you suffering. Or when you see that person suffering and it causes you suffering. And again, like I said, this could be a wide array of relationships. And God says to Catherine, now for you, in a situation like that, to grow in greater perfection, you recognize the suffering that it's causing you, and you let go of it. You say, okay, I'm not worthy, really, to have this person here with me all of the time. I don't merit that. God doesn't have to give me that. I don't have to have this. Because what I what am I really? I'm I'm nothing in comparison to God. God created me out of nothing and everything that he gives me is is a grace, is his providence. He's providing for me even though I don't really deserve it. So what God is illustrating to Catherine there is you is when you keep that focus that you don't really deserve anything that's given to you, it's all a grace, it's all a gift then you will begin to endure this suffering with patience. He's not saying that it's, it's going to be taken away, that you'll suddenly be happy that, say, this person died or they're sick or they're suffering in some way. You're not going to be suddenly happy about it, but you're going to be able to endure it because you recognize that whatever God allows is for your good because everything that comes to you is a grace from him. Whether it causes you to suffer or makes you happy or whatever it is, you don't deserve anything. You did not create yourself. God created you and whatever he allows for you is somehow for your good. That's trusting in his will. Like we talked about in the last episode, obedience is uh, trusting in God's will, saying, not my will, but yours be done. And it's that section that we read last week is from the same section of the dialogue that's called Divine Providence. God is illustrating to Catherine all the ways he provides for us. And the reason I chose this, there's many other areas in the dialogue where patience is treated, and some of the other areas just talk about suffering that comes to you just from anybody. Anybody who makes fun of you or persecutes you or whatever. The reason I chose this section is because sometimes it's actually easier to endure those kind of insults or persecutions or hatred from people you're not close to. But it's more difficult, it causes more suffering to endure that kind of thing from somebody who is close to you. And as as God illustrates, just not being able to to be with that person when they're suffering or just for whatever reason you have to be separated from them in a time you don't want to be, that in itself causes suffering. So when you actually love another person, you actually will suffer more. So that's why I chose this section to meditate on for this episode. Now that I've laid the foundation of what we're going to talk about in this episode, I'm going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. Okay, back from our break. We're going to dig a little deeper into this passage that I read from. God actually says to Catherine that uh, if 
you allow the suffering that you endure because of this love you have for this person, if you allow that suffering to uh, make you lose heart or become sad and weary, then what should have have brought about good for you, it becomes death and destruction. God says, this would be dangerous. What I had given her for life would become death and destruction for her. So what God is saying, Catherine, there is that this this love that you have for this person is a good thing, and I and I want you to love other people. And this type of a relationship I have allowed for your good, it's it's a good thing. And God wants you to be in in healthy relationships with other people. But if you allow this uh, time of separation or this sickness or this misunderstanding or whatever it is, if you allow that to cause you to become weary and a lack of effort, sadness of heart, he says, then it actually becomes death for you. This relationship that I wanted to bring about good is bringing about sin and death. And God says, let her not act like this, but rather with healthy concern and humility, let her consider herself unworthy of what she desires when she does not have the consolation she would like. So again, it's about humility and self-knowledge. As I've said in previous episodes, Catherine of Siena talks about this constantly. Self-knowledge is so essential in our relationship with God and in us growing in holiness and us growing in virtue. We have to remain in what she calls the cell of self-knowledge, which is humility. It's being honest about, look, I'm a sinner. I don't deserve anything. Everything that I receive from God is a gift out of his goodness, out of his love for me. And at every turn, I am going to misuse it. I am going to misunderstand it. I'm going to sin. That's what I am. It's what I do. I'm a sinner. And as long as I'm honest about that and ask for God's help, then I can continue to grow in holiness. And God says, in the light, let her see that virtue, which should be the chief reason for her love, is not lessened in her if she is willing to endure with hunger and patience every suffering, whatever its source for the glory and praise of my name. So you move your focus away from what you're having to suffer to humility, recognizing I'm not worthy of any of this. All of this is a gift. And then further, you move your focus to God says, in the light, after this, remember how we said in a previous episode, this light of self-knowledge, this humility, helps you see that virtue should be the chief reason for your love, for this love you have for another person. Growing in virtue and, and wanting them to grow in virtue should be the chief reason, the main reason you love this person. Not because they make you feel good, not because it makes you happy or gives you some sort of consolation. Your love for this person should be rooted in your desire for yourself and them to grow in virtue. And once you keep your focus on those two things, your own unworthiness and and your humility, and then growth in virtue, you will be willing to endure with hunger and patience every suffering, whatever its source, wherever it may come from. Why? For the glory and praise of my name, God says. So you will bring glory and praise to God. That should be your focus. 
And when that is your focus, then you can endure these kind of sufferings. As Jesus says, you know, take my yoke upon you for my burden is light. When you seek to bring glory and praise to my name, it becomes easier. It doesn't mean you won't suffer, but it becomes easier. And then God says, in this way, she will fulfill my will for her and reap the fruit of perfection. Furthermore, you will reach perfection because of what you're having to suffer. God says, for I have permitted the struggles and the special love and everything else to bring her to the light of perfection. God permits you to have the special love for this person. He wants this relationship, whatever it may be, so that you will grow in perfection. You will reap the fruit of perfection. Every suffering, every love you have for another person, God wills for perfection. Now, to make to clarify, to make clear, when I say any relationship, I am not including something that's um, just you having a lot of physical affection for another person, because that, that doesn't fall under the definition of love here in the dialogue. What that would fall under is the selfish sensuality. Again, God says to Catherine, you, you recognize yourself to be unworthy of the consolation this person brings to you. And when he says that, he means the, the good feelings, the enjoyment you get from that person being near you or being talking to you or whatever it may be, the way they make you happy and make you feel good. That's not love. That's not what God is talking about. When God says, I allow this love for you to grow in perfection, he means that willing their growth in virtue, wanting them to grow in their relationship with God and to reach heaven, ultimately. He does not mean, I'm allowing you to enjoy being in their company because that glorifies my name. In and of itself, it's not a bad thing. But it doesn't glorify God's name. Just you enjoying being around other people doesn't glorify God's name. It can't. It's just, it's finite. It's just, okay, well, I enjoy, I enjoy doing this thing. I enjoy being around this person. Wonderful. But it doesn't glorify God's name. Unless you will that it will. Let me, let me rephrase that. Unless you keep your focus on this relationship is meant for me and this other person to grow in perfection, to grow closer to God, and to eventually reach heaven. That's the kind of relationship God's talking about when he says, I will this special love for your perfection. Okay, just to clarify that, it's not just any kind of, oh, I really enjoy spending time with this person, or you're in some kind of romantic relationship, and oh, we enjoy doing this, that, and the other thing together because it feels really good. That's not what God's talking about. God's talking about a special love which desires that other person's perfection. It doesn't desire to be with that person simply because they make me feel good. It's desiring to be with that person because that person helps me grow in my relationship with God. And hopefully, me being with that person helps that person grow in their relationship with God. That's what he's talking about. So... To recap, I chose this meditation on a uh, 
special love for other people causing us to suffer more than some stranger coming up and, and calling us a rude name or pushing us out of the way or something or making fun of us because of our faith in God, that's not going to hurt as much as when you've actually opened yourself up to that person and you've begun to love them and you have some sort of relationship with them. When they do something like that to you or when they are sick or hurting or when you are deprived of the good feelings that being with them generates, that is a much deeper suffering. And because it's a much deeper suffering, it's more fruitful. When you move your focus away from what that person does for me to how does this help me grow in holiness, what can I do for that person, then you begin to grow in patience. You grow in this virtue of patience where you can endure whatever is happening knowing that it's coming from God's divine providence. He's allowing it because he wants you to grow in perfection and he wants this person that you love to grow in perfection. Okay? So, that is our slow cooker meal. That's our episode on patience. And next week, in our next episode, we will talk about peace. And just a little reminder, patience and peace are fruits of the Holy Spirit. So we've just talked about this, this patience that you will grow. And when you have the Holy Spirit, when you are in a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit than, say, you are with this other person, the fruit of that relationship is patience. That relationship with the Holy Spirit. That's another level of what God was saying to Catherine. When you relinquish your will, you obey my will, you let go of your own selfish desire to just have that person there with you all the time or have them in good spirits or whatever it may be, when you let go of that and you latch on to the Holy Spirit, which is God, which is this source of divine providence, which is this this helper, this one who is uh, here to help you grow in holiness, when you latch on to him, the fruit of that latching on is the patience is the ability to endure all of this suffering, knowing that it will bring about ultimate good. Okay? So we're going to close with that. And next week, we're moving on to peace. I hope that you stick around, and I hope that you have a very blessed day. Thanks for listening. Y'all come back now, you hear?